that is the realest thing that I can say to you throughout this whole episode. If you don't remember anything else that I said, if you don't care about anything else that I said, remember this. You need people around you who can pour into you like you pour into them. Hey y'all, it's Jasmine Camber and welcome to the first episode of What School Didn't Teach Me. I am so, so excited for this process. I am so, so excited for this journey and I am so excited to go through this journey together. And if you're listening right now, February 7th, the release date, and you're listening, I love you. I love you. Welcome welcome to class. Come, Come, sit next to me. Let's learn together. You know, I'm so excited that you're here. I'm so excited that you're listening. And I'm so excited that you deemed this episode worthy enough to listen to. So this first episode is called The Mom Friend. I was originally going to title it What I Learned Being the Mom Friend. Um, But to keep it simple, to keep it short and sweet, this episode is The Mom Friend. And if you're listening right now, then you might be a mom friend. If you are listening right now, then you might know a mom friend. And either way, I mean, you know, tune in, listen in, send this to your mom friend. You know, they they probably need some of this word. And if you're listening and you're like, what is a mom friend? What is this girl talking about? What is she about to sit in front of us and talk about? I'll just speak from my personal experience. In the past couple of years, and in a lot of my friend groups, or in a lot of my friendships, I have been the one that people call on when they need advice, people call on when they need a hug, when they need like some consultation, just a little extra wisdom. Now I'm not this, I am not all knowing, I am not the smartest one, no. I just, um, I'm just a very warm being. And so I'm usually the one that they call on when they need a little extra encouragement. Um, I also am a lot of times the one that's most prepared. Like I'm that one friend that might have band-aids in the purse that might be carrying candy in her purse just in case we get hungry. (laughs) You know, like really acting like somebody's mom. I'm also the one that kind of makes sure, okay, where is such and such? let's hope they're not too far let's make sure we're all together as a group okay is everybody okay does anybody need anything like I am the one that tends to um take it upon myself to make sure that everybody's comfortable and everybody is okay and everybody has the things that they need and while I do love this position in the past maybe year or two I have had to learn how to take responsibility for my own feelings take accountability for my own feelings, not take responsibility for other people's feelings and how they feel and how to manage the transition between always being there for people and putting myself as a priority. And so this, if if that's something you're struggling with, even if you don't identify as the quote unquote mom friend, you are in the right space. Come, come sit next to me. Let's, let's, let's learn together. (laughs) Um, If that is something that you relate to, then yeah, you're in the right space. And I don't want the idea of, you know, mom is pretty much a maternal thing. And I, I want this podcast to be 
for everybody. This podcast is for everybody. So don't let the term mom friend turn you away. If you feel like you are the friend that needs to learn how to set boundaries because you will go above and beyond for friends and you will give them the shirt off your back and be cold, you're in the right space. Let's let's talk. <laughs> let's talk. And so I have a couple of points that I've written down because I don't, I want this conversation to be structured. I want this conversation to be clear and concise and I want to make sure I get all my points out. So I like to write down some general points. And so I think what this episode is really about is about boundaries and self-care for the mom friend. Specifically, when we're talking about boundaries, when we're talking about boundaries, that is something that I came to college ready to act on. Like... When I came to college, people who know me know, like when I came to college, I changed my name, I changed my attitude, like I became the person that I wanted to be in high school. I became a person that I really, really look up to. Like eight-year-old me is so in awe of the way that I set boundaries and I stick to them. Um, and so it, it definitely has been a journey. It has been an experience. I have had moments where I have still let people cross my boundaries and I've just had to reflect on my own about how I feel about that and how I'm going to move forward. And I've had to let people know how they've made me feel. So let's get to the meat and the potatoes about being the mom friend and about the boundaries that you have to set to continue to maintain the relationships that you want in your life. So the first thing that I wrote down is that you have to be mindful of who you allow into your space. Let me just say this. Being a person that is full of love and loyalty in this day and age seems to be a rarity. Know that you are a rarity. I mean, you're already a rarity because you are you. You are an individual and there's nobody in this world who can do the things that you do like you. But to be able to exude love in a world that is prioritizing selfishness. And I don't mean selfishness in the way that people say self-care isn't selfish. I mean selfishness. I mean how everybody now wants to be the bad guy. If you can maintain love and light in this day and age, you're doing something right. Like you, you're, you're winning. Like I have a saying, or I've seen posts that say, you know, no matter what happens in this world, I'm never going to let this world take away the desires that I have for myself or the kindness that I give to other people. And I feel that. But yeah, be mindful of who you allow into your space. There are people who will come into your life who may not know what it's like to have a real friend. And so when they see you and they see the lengths that you're willing to go to make sure that other people are comfortable, to make sure that other people are okay, they may want to take advantage of that. And it, it may not always be malicious. Some people are treating you wrong and they don't know that they're treating you wrong, you know? So it may not always be a malicious thing, but, you know, they say they are, there are givers and there are takers in this life. And the, and the takers are going to take, you know? And we can't be mad at the takers for taking. We the givers, because I consider myself to be a giver. Well, at one point I considered myself to be a giver and now I'm both a giver and a taker because I cannot, I can no longer just live in this world giving without receiving in return. So um, we cannot be mad at the takers for taking, but we the givers have to set boundaries for how much the takers can take. Like y'all, this may not be a big deal to y'all, but this is just like a small, slight example. Me and my mom have a candy that we like. 
And so when I first got to school, I believe it was, yeah, it was my freshman year. I had like a bin full of snacks. And in that bin was the candy that me and my mother eat together. And I only had one. And I remember one of my friends coming in my room and asking me, hey, can I have one of these? Like, can I have this? And I said, um, you can have some, like, but, but leave me some. And so in the candy, it came in like a pack of three. And she ate two of them and only left me one. And y'all, my stomach was in knots when I saw that. I was so upset. I was so angry. But I was getting to know her. She was getting to know me. And I was also in the process of learning how to set boundaries. I don't know why that instance just came to my head just now, but it did. And, and so from, from then on, at least now I know, hey, if there's, if there's something that I'm saving, I can say no, or I can portion things out myself. I can let it be known how much I'm willing to give. The same thing goes for time. Like, you know, if somebody calls you, it's like, hey, you know, I only got about 15 minutes to talk or hey, like, yeah, I'm free right now, but I have something to do at this time. So Certain boundaries can be set so that you as an individual have time for you. Back to the bullet points, being mindful of who comes into your space. Oh yeah, I don't consider a lot of people friends. I don't. And I've had people tell me like, that's so Angelino of you. And I think that's so hilarious because I agree. A lot of people in Los Angeles, we coin the term acquaintance. We are not friends out here. You are my acquaintance. <laughs> and it's simply because that's something that I believe in. I believe that it takes a lot, especially now, I believe that it takes a lot for me to consider someone my friend. I need to be able to relate to you in a deeper kind of connection. Um, I need to make sure that you are not just feeding off of me to be my friend. So yeah. There are people who are not your friends out here. There are people who see you, they see the light that you bring into this world, and they want to be a part of that. You need to be mindful of those people. Those are not bad people. They're not bad people. They're, they're people that just need love in this world. We all need love. They, we need, I need love. They need love. We all just need love out here. While it's okay to be associated with these kind of people, the kinds of people who maybe take a little more than they give, or maybe just don't match you or haven't taking the opportunity to try and understand the kind of friend that you want, but they are taxing your mental a little bit, be mindful of those people. Maybe create boundaries and set space between you and those individuals. And sometimes that just goes for your friends. Like I have this friend, I love them, but I can't listen to what you're saying right now. I can't absorb the energy that you are exuding right now. That's okay too. You have to protect your space. Be mindful of your space, protect your peace, because a lot of times people will absorb from you and you will walk away drained and they will walk away full. And that is why you need to be mindful of your space. That is why you need to create certain boundaries. Because if you've ever walked away from a conversation and they're coming back to you like, I want more, and you're like, I have no more to give, I gave you my cup and now I can't even fill it, then you need to be creating boundaries with these people. 
And so my second point for the mom friend would be, don't make other people's problems your problems. Ooh, y'all. I used to be bad at this one. Like, at one point in my life, I was really the one running around like a chicken with my head cut off, trying to solve other people's problems. And if we want to be honest, it was really because I had things in my life that I couldn't figure out. Or I had things in my life that I was going through that I was avoiding and I was filling myself by investing in other people. Don't do that. Don't do that. If that's something that you're doing, don't do it. My mom used to tell me all the time, like, don't internalize other people's problems. Have you ever had a conversation with a friend and you are taking their situation much harder than they are? Like, have you ever been having a conversation with somebody and they're like, yeah, such and such did this to me and they said this to me. And you're like, they said what? Who did it? And what? Like that, that very much motherly instinct, that mama bear instinct that, that pops up. Yeah. Be mindful of that. That may be you internalizing their problems. If you walk away from a conversation and now you feel their weight on you, that may be you internalizing their problems. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. The moment I learned or the season when I learned that I don't have to take accountability for other people's problems, I can just be there to listen if, if that's what I'm available to do. My emotional weight was lifted because at, at that point I knew that all I had to worry about was me that we are adults out here and while friendship is a part of community and it's something that we all need people have parents people have parents and they don't need you to be your parent especially when you're trying to parent yourself okay okay especially when you're 20 and I'm 20 and we live in this life together you and I may have different mindsets and I have made I may have different coping skills than you but at the end of the day, I have to take care of myself first. Y'all see where I'm y'all see where I'm going with this? I hope you're still with me. All right, next. Let's talk personal boundaries. We have already we just spent the last couple of minutes talking about boundaries, but let's talk deep personal boundaries. Ooh, okay. This comes from two different angles, or at least I wrote it from two different angles, right? So, one angle is personal boundaries don't overstep. Your friends are not your kids. You are nobody's mom. You are nobody's guardian. You have no authority over anybody. You just have authority over yourself, which means you cannot push your ideals, ideals and morals onto your friends. We like, I know, I know for myself, I have friends where we get along great, but we have different ideas. We have different mindsets. We have different problem solving skills. And therefore we handle situations differently. And so there are a lot of situations where I'll talk to a friend, they'll tell me about a situation. And I'm like, hmm, mm, I hear where you're coming from, but, but my brain does not comprehend this situation the same way. I'll give an example that didn't actually happen, but is a great example for this story. Let's say one of my friends is trying to get into a fight. Well, me, I don't fight, <laughs> baby. I don't fight. Like I am, I am wondering about the day when somebody would tee me up so bad that I would want to put my hands on them, but I don't fight. 
And so if one of my friends are interested in fighting someone else, well, of course, I would be inclined to say, hey, maybe let's not do that. You know, there are so many better ways to handle cases of disrespect rather than physical violence. Well, in their mind, if you disrespect me, my retaliation is going to be, I'm going to beat the brakes off of you. Well, it's not your job to like sit there and convince them, please don't fight this person. Not if that's actually something like I, I, I listening to it now, that's not the best example, but y'all kind of get what I'm saying. Like your morals and ideas and values may not always be the same as your friends, morals, ideas, and values. And that's okay. If that, if that person is still pouring into you, if that person is still there for you the way you need to be there for, if that person is still a friend to you, then that's fine. Okay, and then the second portion, the second way that this comes around is you don't always have to be the mediator. You don't always have to be the mediator. You don't always have to be the neutral friend. You don't always have to be the listening ear. I remember before I even got to college, there was beef. Like, we, I don't know if anybody else's school did this, but in my university, we made an effort to get close to each other through a group chat. So we have group chats with... Um, our class people in our classification and then we would we would have group chats with upperclassmen and so I can't remember what happened but before we even got to school so this is still summer graduating senior year going into freshman year there was beef we hadn't even we hadn't even seen each other's faces yet and there was beef <laughs> and I remember being in between the two group chats and everybody was calling me, like, telling me what was going on. Like, not telling me vivid detail because I kept telling them, I don't want to know vivid detail. Like, I, I, you can talk to me about how you're feeling, but I don't need to know all the details because I know this other person is about to call me and tell me how they're feeling. So, quite frankly, I don't even remember what the beef was about. <laughs> but I remember getting phone call after phone call after phone call. I was in group FaceTimes, like, just listening to what the problem was between the two group chats. Now, at the time, I didn't have a problem with that. At the time, that was not emotionally taxing. At the time, I did not feel any kind of weight or responsibility to make the two groups come together like Romeo and Juliet, no. But I know that I have endured moments where I have been the listening ear, I have been the neutral friend, and it's been hard for me to endure that well i don't have to take that position anymore i don't it's not my responsibility to counsel anyone i may be a psychology major but i am not a counselor i am nobody's therapist i am nobody's no i'm nobody's mom i'm nobody's therapist i'm nobody's counselor and i'm not responsible for anybody's feelings except for my own those are things that i constantly had to teach myself and relearn and remind myself and forgive myself for. And we're gonna, we gonna talk about that in a minute. We're gonna talk about that in a minute, but I just wanna touch on the whole listening ear thing first. I will admit that I still sometimes have trouble letting people in as a friend or expressing my feelings to people as a friend. However, as a person who is willing to be there for other people, I also need someone who is there for me. Continuing with the conversation of personal boundaries and the conversation of not always being the neutral ear, not always being the listening ear, 
everybody goes through things. I know for me, for the past year, like when I looked at my camera roll of 2022, I was like, wow, I was really going through it the entire year. And it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a depression, but it was like, there were moments where I needed support and I masked that need while also continuing to be a source of support for other people. And so my advice to anybody who feels like they're in this position is to let your friends know when you can be there for them and when you can't. Because when I'm going through something and it's taxing on my mental, I can't always be there for my friend who's also going through something. I, I can't. I can't always listen to how your day was. I can't always listen to what kind of homework you have because I'm thinking about my own homework. I'm thinking about how it, it was hard for me to get out of the bed this morning. I'm thinking about my own day. You know, I have to put myself first in some conversations or in some positions. And that doesn't always mean beating somebody to the conversation, but sometimes that means not asking. <laughs> like quite honestly, there are times where I cannot ask a person how they're doing because I know they're going to tell me. And that doesn't mean I don't want to hear it, but sometimes I, I don't have the emotional capacity to listen to other people. And as the mom friend, as the one who is always being used to call on when something is going on, used to plan events, used to counsel your friends, that can be very taxing. And so if you need any kind of validation, here I am, Jasmine Camber, January 7th, 2023, giving you the validation, whoa, February 7th, 2023, giving you the validation to put yourself first, to put your emotional capacity first, to put your mental first, and to let the people around you know, hey, I'm going through this. I can't 100% be present for some of these conversations right now. Or I'm not 100% in the space to hear you vent about this, about this problem right now. And that's okay. If those people can't handle your honesty in the midst of whatever you have going on, then you need to reassess their your relationship with them. If you are trying to set a boundary with someone and they have an issue with it, I don't care if it's a boyfriend or girlfriend or partner. I don't care if it's a parent. I don't care if it's a friend. I don't care who it is. You need to reassess your relationship with them because you need to put yourself first. And here's a good time for me to put in my, my favorite phrase, me over them. It's like my new favorite thing to say, me over them. Whenever I need some type of affirmation or validation for myself about the things that I'm doing because I feel bad about not putting someone else first, I just say me over them always. And it's not a condescending phrase. It's not a phrase to say I shouldn't care about anybody else because I should care about myself. It's not meant to be a petty phrase. It's just meant to acknowledge that if I don't take care of myself, who will? So if I feel like there's something I am in need of, I need to take care of me over them. I need to prioritize me over them. Okay, so I, I, I need to put that in there because we're going to hear that a lot in this podcast. I just need you to know where that came from, what the background was, and yeah. So now that we've talked about some boundaries, let's talk about some self-care. Self-care for the mom, friend. First things first, 
this self-care requires a little bit of prep and it requires a little bit of investment. As a mom friend, as people lean on you, you also need friends that you can lean on. I have friends that I can call and it's like, hey, where's the nearest party? You know, I have friends that I can call to have fun, but those same friends might not be the best friends to call when I have a problem. To call when I just want to sit in silence on the phone or in the house. Different friends are good for different things. And that doesn't mean that one is better than the other. That doesn't mean that the friend that's mainly good for going to parties is better than the friend who can sit there and watch movies and be silent. No, that, that, that's not what I'm saying at all. It just means that there are different friends that are good for different things. And so if you are the friend that is always being leaned on, then you need to, you need friends who you can lean on too. That is the realest thing that I can say to you throughout this whole episode. If you don't remember anything else that I said, if you don't care about anything else that I said, remember this, you need people around you who can pour into you like you pour into them. Because at some point, you may not have anything left to pour. Your cup may be empty and you may be tired, but you need somebody who can come in the midnight hour, who you know is God, scent who can pour into you in the time that you need to be poured into okay so that's it all right next you have to know when to step back you have to know when to wash your hands with people like i have been in friend groups or i have had friendships where i have tried time and time again to give this person another chance i have tried time and time again to like this person i have tried time and time again to stand by this person even when they're they're doing things that i don't necessarily appreciate or condone you have to learn when to let people go you have to learn when to wash your hands of things and of people and it doesn't mean like i've seen a post that said expired friendships are not beef it doesn't mean you don't like this person it don't mean you don't mess with this person like there's there's beef between y'all person is going one way in this life and I'm going an opposite way and that's okay and when we talk about this let's not even consider the age of a friendship as a factor because a lot of times the excuse for holding on to people is but we've been friends for so long but we've created such a deep connection because we've been friends for so long that's nice what have they provided for you what have they giving you in your years of friendship have they been a good friend to you are you friends with them because of who they are or of who you believe that they are like you these are the questions that you have to ask yourself because you have to learn when to walk away from people so earlier earlier in the episode i mentioned that we were going to talk about showing yourself forgiveness and so that's something that i personally have been working on for the past couple of years maybe like the past year mainly Cause I remember, I would say like 2021 to now, my phrase or my theme has been, I'm giving myself grace. Or I've been trying to plant that seed into my friends of how to give yourself grace. And that's something that my mother had to teach me. That's something that I'm still learning or something that she still has to tell me. Like I was the type of person to overwork myself. And this has, this is more so towards academic settings and less about friendships. I was the type to overwork myself and so when I would sit down and what I when I would rest I would feel guilty and so to put that in a context of friendship I would be the type to be there for my friends all the time like 
If my friends needed something, I was the one to give. If my friends wanted to go to the store, nobody else wanted to walk to the store with them, I was the one who was gonna do it. If my friends needed a Band-Aid and I had to run all the way back to my room to get the Band-Aid, I was the one who was gonna do it. You know, that's cool, that's cool. And that does show real friendship, that does show real loyalty, but it can get taxing. And so you have to learn how to set boundaries with yourself, how to tell yourself, even if this person asks, don't have to be the one to give it and it doesn't mean that you're a bad friend it doesn't mean that you're a bad person just because you have something doesn't mean that it's available like i'm gonna give y'all an example of a big one for me it may be a little one in the grand scheme of life but it's a big one to me when people ask for lip gloss i'm not a germaphobe but your mouth is like where everything happens like your mouth your hands that's kind of where everything happens and to me, your mouth, your hands, and your nose are probably the most parts of your body. And so when somebody asks if anybody has lip gloss or if anybody has lip balm, I am not the one. I am not the one to ask. Now, everybody who knows me knows that I stay with my lips glossed up. As I'm recording this right now, yes, but I, I have lip gloss on my lips. But that's just not something I'm comfortable doing. And, and now ap apply that whatever you prioritize i prioritize my lip gloss some people may prioritize the video game system you know like your game controller somebody might be asking for a game controller and you you don't necessarily want to give them your game controller because it's yours take that how you will so when you find yourself in situations where you are enforcing that boundary to me i consider that to be a personal boundary so when you find yourself enforcing that boundary but then there's something in you that makes you feel bad about it I want you to show yourself kindness. I want you to show yourself grace. I want you to remind yourself that you are not being selfish for prioritizing the things that you prioritize. You are not a bad friend because you did not take accountability for someone's need. So I'm not encouraging people to just never come through for their friends. I'm not encouraging people to never deem themselves to be accessible. But I am just using, I'm, but I'm using smaller examples to kind of give you an idea of the boundaries that I feel like need to be set for friendships to flourish. Especially if you are the friend, you are considered to be the reliable and the dependable friend that everybody's going to call. Another part of showing yourself kindness is knowing that you don't have to know all the answers. You are not obligated to solve every problem. And that some, some people don't even need you to solve their problem. They just need you to listen to their problem. Sometimes people just need to get their statements out and then for somebody else to be like, I see what you're saying and I hear you. So yeah, quick, quick recap. Boundaries, be mindful of your space, don't internalize other people's problems and make sure you stick to your personal boundaries that you set for yourself. Self-care, find yourself some friends to lean on. If, if you already have friends you can lean on, perfect keep them around if you need more community the best thing that i can say is if you need more community and feel like you can't find it is to write the vision and make it plain like i wrote down what i wanted from god out of friendships and he is actively making space for those kind of people to be put into my life so if you feel like you're having trouble finding community write the vision make it plain what kind of friends do you need what kind of community do you need what do you feel like you're missing from some of your other friendships that you want in some new friends? Write that down and watch God put those people in your, into your life. Um, knowing how to step back, 
but also knowing or acknowledging when you don't feel the emotional capacity to take care of people and letting your friends know that and watching how they respect your boundaries or not and and what you with that and what you do with that information after that is your business and then showing yourself some kindness those are my tips and tricks and trades for the mom friend those are that is the advice that i have for boundaries for self-care and for showing up for yourself that i have for the mom friend let me know let me know if you found these tips helpful if this is information that you've heard from somebody and now i'm i'm just the second voice you've heard it from let me know Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Remember, this is meant to be a conversation. So as much as I talk to you, I would love for y'all to talk back to me. Message us on Instagram and Twitter at WSDTMPod. Or send us an email at whatschooldidnteachme at gmail.com. Better yet, send this episode to a friend and start the conversation there. And let's see what we can learn from each other. If you like what you hear, Go ahead and subscribe and give us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening on. Trust me, it matters. Oof, there goes the bell. I can't wait to hear from y'all, and I'll see you next week.